Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. I'm excited to bring you another special guest today, my friend Nicole. We're going to have a great conversation. And uh, before I introduce Nicole to you, I just want to tell you a little funny backstory, which is that um, I ended up... uh, being a guest on Nicole's podcast, which has not come out yet uh, as of the time of our recording. But um, we got connected. I ended up, you know, being on her show and we didn't know each other. And then it wasn't until after we finished recording and we were chatting that we found out that we have all of these mutual connections and mutual friends and what we call like kind of biz buddies and that our worlds, our paths had crossed so many like, you know, kind of so many times that we didn't know about. Um, And so I got really excited and wanted to uh, introduce her to you all. Um, And another thing that emerged from that recording was really how aligned we are. And that word is going to come up a lot on this episode uh, in the work that we do. So I got very excited. I invited her to come onto the show. And so we're going to have a terrific conversation. And before I introduce her to you and let her just say hi, I'd love to read you Nicole's bio. So Nicole Crone is a trained professional co-active coach and trained NLP practitioner. She obtained her coach training from CTI, the largest leadership coach training program in the world. Alongside Kayla Pilecki, Nicole co-founded My Aligned Purpose in 2020 to support women entrepreneurs. Nicole is our Aries generator. So she's an Aries generator with sacral authority in human design for those of you who love human design. She can't resist coffee, french fries, Thai food, and anything in the apple cinnamon category. She's been uh, filling journals since she was 12 and has tons of them in her office that hold all of her life's dreams, secrets, and thoughts. Uh, Nicole, welcome. I'm so happy to have you on Passionate and Prosperous. Hi, Stacy. Thanks for having me. And it's so funny whenever I hear that bio, I'm like, hmm, that all checks out. I do love all of those things. <laughs> I love that. I love that. By And I realized if I was going to put food in mine, I would put, I said to my husband recently, I was like, I don't understand why I love pizza so much. Like I love pizza so much. I could have it like three meals a day. So I should maybe put that in my bio. I don't have any food in my bio and I consider myself a foodie. Yeah. I think food is like one of the best parts of life. <laughs> yeah. I have to agree. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. So one of the things that like made me want to be on your show was the title. Um, You know, that was the first thing that drew me to listen to some episodes. And when I listened, I was like, oh my God, this chick is so like the kind of person I want to have a conversation with. Um, You know, I think you know, and I know that bringing people on your show, unless it feels like I don't know. There's there's some alignment. It's not worth doing. So you had the word alignment in there. And um, I taught yoga, have been a yoga teacher for 20 something years. And one of the things that, you know, I think I was very known for was alignment. I don't think you have to be known for alignment. I think there's lots of other things that some people, you know, really focus on in their yoga classes. And for me, alignment was one of the big things. So when I saw your title, and then even when we spoke, I loved what we talked about, about alignment. And so that's, that's something I'd love to um, start with, if it's okay with you. Um, why do you, why did you guys name your business and your podcast? And, oh, and Nicole is a business partner. That's, uh, was referenced in the bio there. Um, why do you guys call your business aligned? Well, it actually started with the podcast. So my aligned purpose podcast came before our business and it happened where 
I I don't ever believe in forcing anything. I want to be a magnet to anything and everything that comes into my life. And it was January of 2020, and I started doing Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way, which is a 12-week spiritual journey. And so I was doing the morning pages every day, journaling, journaling. And this is me fresh out of completing my school teaching career. I was no longer teaching junior high, high school anymore. And I was brand new into coaching. And I, so I was brand new into coaching. I was just building up my business. I had been an employee for, you know, the first decade of my life. And so I started to get this little voice in my head while I was journaling every day that said, you should start a podcast. And at the time, I didn't know anybody personally that had a podcast. I, you know, I had heard of, I was listening to podcasts, but all those people seemed really far out of reach from where I was. I was just a baby little brand new entrepreneur. And so I was like, hmm, that's interesting, a podcast. Okay. So I kind of just like let that thought float through my head for a few weeks. And then it really started to like become a loud thought of, I have to start a podcast. And the number one thing that prevented me from, I'm I'm like the opposite of a perfectionist. I'll say that. Like some people let perfectionism hold them back. I'm like a meh, it's done. Let's move on kind of person. (laughs) I love that. And so it wasn't like, oh, this has to be perfect. I taught myself how to podcast from watching YouTubes and different videos. And the the last and final bow on the package was, what am I going to call this podcast? And so I started going for walks and I was journaling. And alignment for me Um, I'll share that story in a moment, but the name, all of a sudden, my aligned purpose came through and I thought, oh, I like that. That feels, I I am in alignment with my purpose. I know when I'm in alignment with my purpose. I thought, oh, I like the sound of that. So I launched my podcast in, uh, March of 2020, a week after the whole world shut down. It was actually divine timing because everybody was at home. And I was like, hey, I started a podcast. And all my (laughs) friends and family and all the people I'd met all around the world were like, well, okay, I'll tune in. Um, So it actually worked out really good for me. But the alignment piece came for me in... I would consider myself to be pretty spiritual and I love studying ancient spirituality and those sorts of texts. And I've, you know... it. I've sat with plant medicine and different teachings and all those things combined together. Alignment for me is is like a true alignment of the chakra system. That's my version of alignment. This doesn't have to be anybody else's. So really thinking about, you know, my root chakra when that's aligned, okay, I'm grounded. My sacral chakra when that's aligned, I'm creative. My solar plexus when that's aligned, I'm confident. My heart chakra, when that's aligned, I'm open to loving. My throat chakra, when that's aligned, I can speak my truth. My third eye, when that's aligned, I can have a clear vision. And my crown chakra, when that's aligned, I'm connected to my higher self. And so when all of those things are aligned, I'm clearly in my purpose. And that's what my aligned purpose means to me. So I named the podcast that. I met Kayla. We started coaching each other in February. So February, March, April, May. Um, And in May, we said, let's come together and start a business. And we launched our very first course. And we were like, okay, we need a business name. And I said, well, I already have My Line Purpose podcast. Do you want to just call it that? And so that's what we called our business. And we've just been cruising ever since. Oh, my God. I love that story. Thank you. And I love how you walked us through the chakras. Uh, This audience has heard me walk through the chakras (laughs) a number of times. Mm And, um, you know, we have... uh, in my program a couple of months ago, we actually did like a whole chakra meditation. So, um, I love that. I loved hearing you say that. Um, I actually often talk about how the chakras also are such a great example of a complete like transformational system, like a you know, I help my clients develop their signature transformational systems. And sometimes people, it's hard for them to wrap their head around like a, you know, like a progressive journey. And very often I'll, I'll, I'll say, well, look at the chakra system, look at the, even the yoga, the, you know, the, the eight limbs of yoga. Um, they're perfect systems that go from like this sort of earthly, physical, tangible, 
you know, real all the way like through this journey to the higher self and to the, you know, to the universe. Mm -hmm. So that was awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so do you, do you help your clients to find their aligned purpose? Like, is that a word that resonates with your audience? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so we have really two ways that we work with people and, the, the first ways in, we have Aligned Business School, and we have supported, mm, I'm going to say now there's about 70 women in the program at the moment, um, come into our program and we teach them how to build a business from a place of being an aligned business owner first. And that is a, like buy once, have lifetime forever type of product. And we go live maybe twice a year with those people. So we're in a live cohort of that right now. And that looks like we have four main pillars to that program. And it's create an aligned audience or create an aligned offer, sorry, attract an aligned audience, sell in an aligned way and deliver in a way that's in alignment to you. So if you're extroverted, let's talk about how you deliver I don't know, speaking on stages or networking in big rooms. And if you're introverted, let's talk about how to deliver an aligned way where maybe you're writing copy behind the scenes for somebody. Like, I really believe that everybody can excel at their strengths if they're true to how they're aligned. If you said to me, go do somebody's back-end work and be in their systems and kind of be introverted, that's so far from alignment for me that it would not feel good. So I think we we really show women, you know, you can do this your way. That's the first way that we use alignment. Then we have a year-long program, and that's called Platinum Experience. And it's 12 months, and we take the, the seven chakras and break them up. And so we have all of that content there mixed with NLP. And that's our whole mindset content where we support women all year long. We meet every week for 12 months whenever they sign up, like it's an ongoing program. But the we will always, always refer to people, go to the mindset part of the portal, go to the mindset part of the portal. Oh, you're having trouble getting new clients? Go to the mindset part of the portal. You don't know what to price your offer? Go to the mindset part. I believe mindset is everything first. Um, and so get in alignment with who you are and what you want to sell and love what you sell and the rest will be easy. Mm, yes. Yes. I love that. Um, the first pillar in the Passion and Prosperous Academy is mindset. <laughs> so, you know, again, it's the foundation of everything, even just like, even just taking action every day in your business. You know, we just did a, um, a I just did a four day accelerator on making money. We did a 10K in 10 weeks um, uh, accelerator that I just led last week. So everyone's going to be, you know, doing that for the next 10 weeks, really focusing on the kind of action that can help you to do that, which is to talk to people, to make offers, to be, you know, really mm -hmm. to do personal outreach, all the activities that I think so many, especially like newer business owners, that maybe don't have as much confidence yet, or they don't have, you know, a lot of clients or something. I think that it's hard to put yourself out there and really already act as if you, you know, that you're great at what you do, you know, like if you're having insecurity and, and, and if you're feeling a little scarcity and if you're not sure how to get clients and that energy can really, impact even just the way that your actions that you take every day in your business, the way that they end up sort of coming out, right? Like the way that they end up working. And so uh, I'm actually doing a little special workshop this Wednesday. Um, the, it's the VIP add-on, which is all about the energy and the mindset that you need in order to take these actions because strategy and action-taking is only going to take you so far, right? If you don't have that foundation of who are you being, mm. you know, like who are you being? Yeah. And I, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I feel like strategy and my strategy and implementation, you, it won't take you anywhere if you don't believe that you're somebody that can implement or fulfill a strategy. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I think people are like, oh, you know, like I, I want to know how to make 10 K in 10 weeks or 10 days. And I'm like, Okay, what you really want is probably to be more confident 
uh, more yep. self-assured, have a higher level of trust. Like at the end of the day, money, yeah, it's a great byproduct for sure. But if you have a subconscious program that says you're not worthy of or you're not confident enough, then that's why you're not making the money. Because how many people out there are like, I want to lose weight and then don't. I want to make more money and then don't. It's not because you're saying one thing and acting another way. It's because you're saying one thing and your subconscious mind has a different program. And so I think that's where, you know, I really love to support people with NLP. It's because of course you want to make more money. So you need to get your inner actual body and mind believing that you making more money is a possibility. And some people are like, yeah, but I do believe that. I do believe if I won the lottery or got a hundred new clients today, I'd be able to handle that. And I'm like, well, you don't because you would have it already. (laughs) So we have to look at the actual data here. We can try and take action all day long, but if there's that deep, deep program within you, like we have to make the unconscious conscious and bring awareness to it. Otherwise, we're we're going to feel like we're failing. We're going to feel like, how come I can't fulfill my goals? How come I'm setting out to lose the weight or make the money or find the life partner, but it's not working for me? It's like it's a subconscious thing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think, well, and then I think that in our industry, there's like the other extreme too. I think this is one of the things that, that made me feel connected to you also is I think, I think in the coaching industry, there's the, there's this other extreme where some coaches or whatever also want to make it seem like making money and having success is just all mindset and all energy and all like manifestation. And I think manifestation gets like a really bad rap because I don't think people really understand what manifestation is, right? I talk a lot about manifestation being the, 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 all the mindset and all the energy work and all of the belief and the feeling connected to the universe and your affirmations. I do all of those things, but if you don't do them with strategic action, the manifest manifesting isn't magic. It's putting the vision and the energy and the desire and the future pacing and all of that into action with then aligned strategy. And that's what manifestation is, right? But there's, there's, there's some people that go to the whole other extreme and they try to make it seem like the only reason why you're not making, you know, money yet is because, you know, of your energy, you know, and I've had some people come to me after working with other coaches and they've kind of been beaten down for like, you know, being basically told like, you don't have a good belief system and your energy is misaligned. But what they haven't been getting is any real strategy. Like they, like they don't know their offer. They don't know their niche. They don't know what they're doing. So it's kind of, it's interesting because I think it's important to have, to have have both, to have it all like kind of together. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the way I, I hear you and I do believe that if you, if you're a woman or whomever listening and you know, you're being told that you don't have the right belief system, um, but really it's strategy. It's like, I do think it comes back to the belief system though, because if if I believe I'm going to be a seven-figure business owner, I don't believe that a seven-figure business owner is lazy. I have the belief that I get up and I take action. I put my feet on the ground and I make the phone calls and I do the thing. And so I think, again, it's like fine-tuning the belief system and the energetics around, do you think wealthy women who are growing their businesses are sitting around just looking at a vision board. Like, no, you know that that's not what you're doing, right? And so (laughs) I think it's like, yeah, do that. And also I think this is where there's a lot of people who say like, I teach manifestation and I want to ask them, do you really? Because manifestation is one of the universal laws and it's the seventh. There are six other laws but that come before law of attraction, which everybody calls manifestation. And the third law is law of action. So you have to have law of oneness, law of vibration, law of action, continue, continue, continue till you'll get to law of attraction. And so law of action has to come before law of attraction. And action can be the littlest thing. It can be getting up five minutes earlier. That's still an action that you're taking. Um, But yeah, the belief that you just have to sit around and look at a vision board and hope that everything works out for you. Like I, 
I would, who's preaching that? Because that's not true. <laughs> there are people out there preaching that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I agree with you. It's not true. It's a, it's a mis, it's a misdirection. Yeah. No, I think that what I mean is yes, of course, any action is, 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 uh, is important. But like, for example, you know, like there are just certain things that some people don't know or they they would like the they need the support for example to really um create an offer or to really know their niche mm-hmm. or to have a good understanding of messaging or marketing and so all i'm saying is that there are skill there are things like that 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 you need that, that that you may need as well as the mindset you know what i mean like there i think it's the combo that's the sweet you know that's the sweet everything for business. Yeah. You have to believe that when you're given a strategy, you have to believe you're capable of fulfilling that. Right. It's like right away. I had to re as an entrepreneur, who's a, I'm a visionary through and through, I had to recreate a belief system for myself that I can also do tech. I had to recreate that because I could continue to tell myself the story of like, I don't know how to build a website. I don't know how to be in the back end of my business. And then you go and, you know, we're, we're a almost seven figure business. I need to know a little bit of the systems. I can't just yeah. like willy nilly sit to the side and be like, well, I don't know how to do that. So I'll just hire somebody else. It's like, I need to start to believe I'm capable of learning new things. I'm capable of learning how to have a podcast and I'm capable of finding the right mentor, right? I think, I think that's the thing too in the coaching industry is there's a very big difference between being a coach, somebody who can hold space and ask powerful questions and be a great listener and a mentor, somebody who's like, I've been here and done that. Let me show yep. you, right? Cause you know, if you're business coaching somebody, traditional true coaching to the forum would be asking them the right questions and they're coming up with the answers. And sometimes people don't want that, right? We have a lot of women who come to us because we will mentor them. We're like, yes, we're trained coaches, but we will show you what we know. And we don't know everything. So if you don't like our way, then then that's totally fine. But we're going to show you what worked for us. And so when you ask us, how do you build a funnel out? We can tell you because we've done that. But if you ask us, I don't know how to do something else. I can't think of something at the moment, like how to, how to run massive $10,000 Google ads. I don't know. I've never done that. Um, So I might not be the mentor for you. And, but I could, I could coach you. I can ask you the right questions to see if that's what you really want. And I think that's what I find is kind of frustrating about the coaching industry is that there's a lot of coaches who are telling women they can help them run their business, but women are looking for mentors. Right. Right. And I, and I think, and I actually make a third distinction. I I tell people there's, there's coaching, there's teaching and there's mentoring because another thing is like when you're doing a workshop or a webinar, some sort of client attraction, you know, uh, thing, or even when you're running a group program, like if you put out a course or a program, so many people, so many coaches want to I mean, this is something I see. You can tell me if you see something different, but something that I see and I like, I get very like passionate about this, right? Something I see is uh, a coach will start a business. They'll come out of their training. They want to start a business and they find it, they're finding it hard to get one-on-one clients and they'll get the idea that it would be easier to have a group program or a course. They get this idea, maybe because it would they would charge less for it. Maybe they think that like, that it's easier to like sort of tell someone, oh, you know, come do this six week or eight week thing rather than like my three month or six month coaching program, whatever the thing is. It's a definitely a belief, oh, like a limiting belief. And they'll decide that that's going to be easier than getting a one-on-one client. And there's a few things that I say about that. I'm like, first of all, it's why would you think it's easier to get more people at once than one person? Like, where did that come from? <laughs> like, if you're struggling to get one client, where did you get the idea that it would be easier to get multiple clients at one time? But then the really big thing is also when you're getting everyone together, unless you're literally bringing people into a room and doing like, I call it love seat coaching, you know, like mm-hmm. laser coaching or hot seats or love seats or whatever you want to call it. If you're coming in and you're delivering content, because that's usually what happens in a group setting, unless you're coupling it with group coaching, you're now a teacher, 
right? And you're not coaching because coaching is a one-on-one exchange, as you said, where the coach is asking the right questions and really like helping this, like their client, the person they're coaching to, to see what's already inside of them to, to bring forth like their answers or their clarity or whatever. And so I make a big distinction between coaching and teaching. I have a whole like masterclass on it in my academy because I really think that a lot of people come out and they don't really realize that, that those are not the same thing. And what the results you can get for people in a group coaching experience, I mean, in a group program, unless it includes one-on-one coaching or opportunities where you're, you know, getting coached, even if it's just for a few minutes on a group coaching call, it's not coaching, it's teaching. So I tell people, I'm like, hey, listen, I'm a coach, I'm a teacher, and I'm a mentor. And when you come work with me, you can have all three of those things. And I really try to be, I've tried to make sure that I make a distinction between those, those three things when I'm working with someone and know this is a coaching moment. This is a moment where I'm not going to mentor or tell this person what I think. I really want to just be their coach. And I think that that's like a, a, I think that's kind of an advanced skill that a lot of people take for granted. They don't think about that. They don't think about those, those things being different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I can't fault people for not knowing because I, you know, my coach training, they didn't, they didn't tell us otherwise. They taught us how to be a coach. They didn't teach us how to be a business owner. And I was a high school teacher. So naturally I just know how to teach that's within me. And it was through trial and error. And again, it's like, I think it all comes down to alignment of like, what do you, the person facilitating want? You know, I, I built, we built our business off one-to-one and the capacity got so high that we were like, we don't want to do 120 anymore. I want time freedom. I want to go to France for a month. I, I know that I can get my clients just as good, if not better results in a different way. And we moved away from one-to-one in 2023 and our business soared, but that's because the ideal client that we attract now is in alignment with what we want. Not everybody wants to be in a group setting. Like we, you know, we, Last year, we were coaching one-to-one 45 women or something absurd, and we were like on Zoom all day, every day, and then we just said to everybody, hey, come over into this group program. We're going to give you more value. You're going to have community, and and this is what it's going to be, and again, it's not going to be for everybody. Some of you want one-to-one, and so please go find the right one-to-one coach, but if you want community with us and it this in a different way, then we're here. And we saw the right people came along and the not aligned people fell off. And I think it all ends up working itself out. Yeah. Oh, no, I totally agree. And I think I think that uh, building a business that is in alignment, you know, what you're saying, I mean, as you just told everybody, it's a process mm-hmm. because you can't know exactly what you want your business to look and feel like until you're having a business. Yeah. Right. And then like I have, do you ever experience, I mean, again, I, I think our people might be at different levels when, when they come into our, our programs. Um, cause I have a one-year program too. It's really attracts a lot of people who really need to, to lay down all the foundations, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, uh, one of the things that I have, Uh, heard a lot of people say is like before they even have clients, they're already, they have a lot of fear about, about what their business, you know, about whether, how many clients they can handle, for example, Mm -hmm. or, you know, or what they want their business to look like. So that, that's, that's one thing is that sort of fear. But the other thing is like, until you are doing it, how can you know how many clients are the are the amount that feel good to you? Like, you know, I work with more clients than one-on-one than other coaches that I know. And there's so many factors. I don't have kids. Um, I like, you know what I mean? Like, like that's one major thing. Like the amount of time that I spend in my business is different than what some other people spend in their, in, in their business, you know? And then the evolving your business, like you, you and Kayla, couldn't have just gone, oh, forget the one-on-one. We just want to have a big, robust group program. If you didn't already have 
the people, even if all of them didn't convert over, yeah. you know, you were doing that based on knowing that that, that, that was going to be a great next step for you. Yeah. Right. Whereas it, yeah. it definitely, it was a huge risk. I mean, you know, we, we knew a lot of people were not going to want to come along. I mean, it was this time a year ago that we announced, Hey, our January, January cohort, when we open the doors, it's going to be group. And there was a lot of tough conversations. There was a lot of tears. There was a lot of, should we just keep one-to-one so that these people don't leave? And then we right. just kept asking ourselves, what do we really, really want? What do we really, really want? And so sticking to what we really want, Kayla has two kids. I don't have kids, but I still want time freedom. And she wants more time with her kids. And I was like, I'm, I'm ready for time freedom. Even if we, even if nobody comes along right now, we have to make this decision and stick to it Mm -hmm. if it's what we really want. And, you know, because the universe is generous and giving the right people did come along and people, our doors are open. So people continue to come, but was it scary? Absolutely. It was so terrifying. And having those conversations, I can remember having one conversation with a client in particular And the way I was able to articulate it to her was to make myself really human. She said, I I was actually hoping to get more one-to-one with you in 2023. And I said, listen, what your best life for you, does it include you being on Zoom eight hours a day, five days a week? And she was like, no, I don't want to be on Zoom. I said, okay, well, that's my reality right now. And this is not my best life. And I really hope you can see that I'm not making this decision to piss you off. I'm making this decision because I need more freedom for me. I'm making this for me. And so she, at first she said, okay, like, I'm not going to come along. I'm not going to pay that price point for a group experience. And I said, okay, like, it's been a pleasure. And I'm so happy to have had this year with you. And then a few weeks passed and then she signed up. You know, it was like giving her breathing space that it's not about you. It's not like, I don't like you, so I don't want to coach you one-to-one. Right. It's like, this is what I need. And can you see me that I'm the human too? And my best life doesn't include sitting on Zoom for hours a day. And am I grateful for the hours that I plugged into Zoom to get here? For sure. Yeah. You know, I want to, I think this is like a great, um, uh, I'm not going to say force a transition, but I want to pause you for a minute because I think you just said something that is so like at the heart of like what you know what this show is about like what I talk about all the time which is how change right and transition and change Mm. is so hard Mm -hmm. it's so hard it's hard for everyone involved like you even just like said it, it was hard for you it was hard for your clients. Um, and yet, you know, you, you did it and here you are not only survived, but you know, but, 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 and so I call it evolving, right. That like, that we, we have to, and we get to evolve. And I Mm -hmm. think that something that's really challenging for people is when they've, when it feels like you've invested so much to get to a certain place and then the idea of not blowing it up, but like, but like, but deciding turning that now, the ship is what it felt like for us. Yeah, like turning yes, a yes. gigantic ship. We were like, we've taken yeah, everybody the down this little canal, <laughs> and now we have to turn this ship, and it is effing hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I love that that this is something that we get to talk about because I think I think that there's also like one of the things <laughs> I have an episode called like you can change your mind. Right. And like, it's kind of like on a smaller scale, what we're talking about. Right. It's this like idea that when we're here, when we're doing our business, like I'll have people like belabor over things and I'll be like, listen, let's just get something going because because we can always change our mind. Like, but you can't know what you want to change. You can't know if you want to evolve or do it differently until you're doing it some way. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and so I think that this idea of, of being able to change is really important, especially as entrepreneurs, because, you know, like we got to start, we got to do it, what we got to have some raw material to work with, you know, otherwise we can't then know how to shape and mold it and, and, and change it. And yet, even when you're like, wow, we're really, I mean, look, your change came about because you were really successful having 45 
women that you're coaching is great. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's like, that's huge. That's wonderful. And then, so that's wonderful. And you were like, and now we want to have something different, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that for a lot of, a lot of people, it's almost hard to wrap their mind around that that would be okay. You know, that it would be okay. Yeah. I mean, even for when I think about myself and Kayla, uh, you know, we don't have other jobs. This is our full-time thing. And and then we've got our husbands. And my husband is a brand-new entrepreneur. And uh, his, his business is, like, full-time that he's been in his business less than a year and a half. And Kayla's husband, um, you know, took pat leave this last year with her newest baby. Her baby's not even one year old, one years old. And so we're also, like you know, creating the responsibility financially in our household and for our families. And so there's big conversations that have to have. It's not just Kayla and I calling one another and saying, hey, want to make this change? You know, it's like sitting down with our families and saying, hey, I know that this has seemed really secure and like a good thing. And we're going to make a big change. And just please trust us because we're trusting ourselves and we need you to trust us and we need our clients to trust us. And at the time we had a coach and she was really encouraging. She said, "You're the time freedom that you will get from this will be awesome, but you have to truly get people to buy into the shift and, yeah. and make it appealing for them to want to go, if they've already been working with you this way, to work with you in this new way. Like You have to truly paint the vision for them of what's possible. And then anybody new that comes along, well, this is the great part, right? For anybody who's listening, you'll make that change and temporarily it will feel like you're putting out fires like, oh yeah, right. Got to yep. gotta tell Susie that we're switching up the game plan here and our calls are ending soon. Da, da, da. And that's all going to feel quite chaotic for a moment. But then time passes and everybody's living their life and then new clients find you and they don't even know that you were ever doing they it in that know. way. Exactly. They're just like, hey, exactly. sign me up. This looks great. And you don't have to explain why you're doing what you're doing. They just want in. So it's like the change obviously feels very disruptive in the beginning for everybody, but then you stick with the new plan for a little while. And I mean, Kayla and I will probably change our minds again about what our business model looks like in a few years. But right now, uh, you know, this is how we do things around here. And, and we just trust that if you want to be a part of it, you will. And if you don't, that's okay. We're not trying to convince anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah. Well, it's hard, but you know, we just recorded the 99th and 100th episode of the show. So that literally, thank you. And and when I say the 99th and 100th is because um, I, I actually brought on five of my clients. So uh, this episode that you and I are recording will come out right after that. But I brought on five of my clients who have been working with me for, a, you know, a long time, a couple of them, a few years and the other ones, like definitely like more than a year. Um, and I felt like that was how I wanted to celebrate the like hundredth episode. And the reason is because community is such a, like a, a core value in my business model and my change that I made. And I don't, it didn't like shock anyone like but you know of course when I first started coaching I was like I did what I was told I was like you coach with me we we have a session every week for three months you know yeah and over the years working with people you start to find like what works for you and also what works for your clients mm-hmm. right like if I was like a, a a health coach and working with a certain population I might know that like the only way they're going to get results is if they have a coaching session every week right yeah. but with what I do, even before I shifted out of the, the every week, I even felt like this is too much for my clients. Like, you know, they show up to our sessions and they're already stressed because they're like, I didn't get to do what I was supposed to do or whatever. And so slowly over time, I, you know, I moved from every week to more spacious, whatever. But then this wasn't even like about, I call it a mastermind, but it's not like some high level bazillion dollar mastermind. What I realized a few years in, once I had this sort of like core group of women that were, you know, never, they they were never not renewing. They were, you know, yeah. this core group. And I started feeling like, oh my God, these women, I want them to be together. Like I attract such amazing 
soulful women. Everyone's yoga teacher and a coach and a creative. And, you know, and, and I was like, I just want to create a way for my clients, my one-on-one clients to also get to be together. And because I had been in so many group experiences, I also know there's so much value in the group and the community. And so before I had, you know, my big group program, I introduced in, this was separate from like my, my group program, right? This was me saying to my one-on-ones, I want to start to have you guys meet as well. So we're implementing two group calls a month. And that actually gave me a lot of freedom in my one-on-one, because instead of feeling like if I only saw my clients twice a month, for example, for one-on-one, that I was making it too big of a gap and that they would feel disconnected, by putting in this group experience and making that part of my coaching, I feel like it gave my clients like a whole other level of value, Mm -hmm. like of the community and the connection and getting to be with me more times than just for their one-on-ones. But um, it, it just, I think it added something. So I think, you know, for your people, it was like shocking for them to go from like only one-on-one to this other thing. But I, I know, and I'm sure you do too, that there's so much value for them to being able to be inside of a community. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And our one-to-ones were in a community. We had, um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, so, it was interesting. The shock factor was still there. They they okay. got a call every month, one to one, but then they got um, two calls a month in a group, and uh, and we were just like, oh, we you know, forty one to one, forty five one to one calls a month, like right. it's just every month, it's too much, right? And so yeah. you know, taking it away, and we added in more group calls. Our year long program, we meet every week. Um, but we just meet as a group and yeah, I, you know, I think that we really were able to give ourselves permission to do that when we signed up to a coaching program and I didn't even really know the coach, Kayla knew her. And she said, I think we should sign up to this coaching program, like check it out. And I was like, well, we have a rule here at My Line Purpose because Kayla and I own the company 50-50. And we always say, whichever one of us feels more strongly or opinionated about something, then the two of us will go that route. And Kayla was like, I feel really strongly that we should work with this coach. And I was like, okay, like I've never heard of her, but I trust your judgment. So let's sign up. And then we got signed up and I had only ever had one personally had been a client to -to one-to-one coaching. And so we got signed up and I was like, we don't have any one-to-one. And she was like, no. I'm like, you mean to tell me we just paid like what I paid for university and we're not getting any one-to-one. And she was like, no. And I was so shocked. And then we started coming to these weekly calls and I thought, I don't need her one-to-one. I'm getting my questions Mm. answered. I'm getting Mm -hmm. them answered from her, from the community. There's great content. I'm networking. And that really gave us the permission. We were like, we could try this. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, I think think it's really just about how the people are. I have a client and she only does one-to-one. And she's a coach and a healer and a guide. And that's her thing. And she loves yeah. that. And her clients love that. So again, I think this comes back to that alignment piece. What do you really, really want? Mm-hmm. And you can make it happen. You just have to trust that if you're going after what you really want, the people will come. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, and, you know, I, 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 also, I also think that um, the way that we run our that the way that we uh, run our businesses is also very in alignment with what how what we would want ourselves. Yeah. Right. So so in other words, like for me, I don't ever want to not have one on one coaching as well as community. Mm-hmm. Like so, I pay <laughs> I pay a lot of money to have all of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it's not if it's not built in to the one thing, and you know, so in my in, in the Passion and Prosperous Academy, everyone does get one-on-one, not all with me, but they get some with me. But then there are, we have coaches that have been working with me forever. And now they are the coaches in the academy. So everyone in the academy also gets one-on-one coaching. But that's because that's 
Like I'm the leader and that's what I want for myself. I know that's what works for me. You know what I mean? And so I think that we do tend to also, I hope, you know, that that's how we run our businesses is that I think that's alignment also, right? It would be, Mm -hmm. it would be weird if I knew what I felt was really important to me, but then I didn't offer that. Then I said like, yeah, but for my business, I'm just going to have everyone do it this way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just it. It would be like, you know, I think Kayla and I have something really special and unique where there is two of us. And again, that's a whole other podcast episode. What's it like to be fully in business with somebody where every decision is 50, 50 money is 50, 50. But I think, you know, we get to coach one another and And I get to say, like, I absolutely want to show up and do mindset and NLP for people. And Kayla really wants to show up and do systems and strategy for people. And so we both get to come at that with our community. But again, if if I was if I wasn't given permission of like, oh, yeah, you can just talk about mindset all day with our clients when that's what I want then I wouldn't love being in our business. And I think that's the other thing. You're you're not going to love your business every day, but I think you should love your business more than you don't. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. I, yeah. I mean, love your business. I mean, I think that like, I think that loving your business is a little bit of a sort of, um, I think that you have to have a way of loving your business in the kind of like in the big picture. And then like, you can't get hung up on, you know, like I, 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 I went through last week, even I was just like, I'm not liking my business right now <laughs> because I just, but I, but I did it to myself. Like mm-hmm. I just, I, I created something to do. I didn't really realize that I would, that I kind of put myself in a position where I had to create all new content instead of making it easier on myself and using one of the eight bazillion things that I have created. Right. And I just had this idea and I, you know, said, I put it out there and, um, and then I thought I was going to get it all ready during August when I was kind of like on a little bit of a break from clients. I thought I'm going to use this time to do all this behind the scenes, but I didn't, I used that time to vacation and rest because I really needed to rest. And then all of a sudden we were back in it and I was like, oh, fuck. Mm. Like, I am so overcommitment. Oh my God. I just started to feel last week like, what did I just do to myself? But it happens. Like, I think that that's, that's part of business, right? And then we learn, like, I have so many great lessons from 2023 that I can't wait to do differently in 2024. Like mm-hmm. when you said, uh, when we first got on our call, Nicole told me that she and, and Kayla spent all today planning their 2024. And I said, oh man, like, I'm like, you know, that's like my next thing on my list. I've got my big, I got all my post-its out. I have my big calendar out here and I've started like, you know, planning it in my head, but I can't wait to put it on the paper. Um, and boy, like I can tell you that like this year, because it was my first year having my academy, like an ongoing one year program that you could enroll in at any time. Mm -hmm. Um, my business looked really different this year and some things were really great, but other things I was like, okay, well next year I'm going to do this very, very differently. And you know what's so amazing is that, and you get to, because it's your business. I think that's the the perk of it all of being a business owner is like, you know, yes, sometimes there's overcommitment and a really full calendar and all of that. And, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I am like a pretty glass half full kind of person, but at the end of the day, it's like, and you get to make all those changes. Nobody's telling you what to do. So that's pretty awesome. Exactly. Exactly. You know, when I think about, oh, sorry, I was just going to say, when I think about, I, when I have really hard days, you know, in our business and, and really hard days for me look like, uh, one of my biggest struggles in that I've been working through for over a year now, but probably my whole life and thinking about when I was a teacher in the classroom too, is not feeling responsible for my clients' results. Like I, I couldn't be responsible for my students' test results. You know, they'd, they'd fail and I'd be like, Oh, I feel so bad that they failed. But it's like, that's not my responsibility. You know, I've done everything I can do now. It's up to them. And, and same with our clients, you know, they, they go and do a launch and maybe they don't get the numbers they 
want. And then I feel like, oh, where did I fail them? And I have to remember, I, I didn't fail them. I gave them all the content, all the coaching, all the mentoring, and now it's up to them and, and what they go and do with it. And so when I have hard days where I'm really on myself of like, oh, I wish I could have done something differently for our clients, I do just bring myself back and remember, oh yeah, this is my business. I get to write the rules. Tomorrow can look differently. You know, like today's Monday and I woke up and I went for a massage and then got a coffee and came home and we had our big planning day. A Monday five years ago, I was with 40 16-year-olds in a classroom on a Monday morning, and they're tired, and they're cranky, and they do not want to be there. And so I just count my blessings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I Listen, I I agree. There are days when I'm like, my head is falling off. And then at the same time, I also know that like, my thing when I'm like overwhelmed, if I start to get overwhelmed, I just, I, I can literally go take a bath. And I do. Like, there are some weeks where, like, in the middle of the day, I'm, like, in my bathtub. Just because, like, for me, it's, like, it just, it's a, it it calms my nervous system. It helps me to sort of step away. You know, if I had a backyard, maybe, you know, I live in New York City, you know. So as much as I'd like to go for walks all the time, it's actually a little bit of, like, a pain in the ass. Because, you know, I'm, like, up to get dressed, get in the elevator, go downstairs. Where am I going? Maybe I'm walking to the High Line. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree that as as challenging as it can be to to own a business and, you know, I don't have a business partner right now, but, you know, I did. And a big part of my story was the reason why I don't own a yoga studio anymore is because that didn't work out to have a business partner for me. I didn't want to have to share uh, making big decisions about my own life with another person. Yeah. And I think that's like a really big deal. Um, And that was, I think, one of the biggest conflicts in that, um, well, there were two. I think you and Kayla sound so aligned. Mm. We're very complimentary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because like in my partnership, there was two issues. One was that our lifestyles were so different. You know, I was like, I got married very shortly after we opened the studio and you know, I like wanted to go have my life with my husband on weekends and my business partner wanted to have events at the yoga studio every single weekend. And I was like, but I don't want to be at the studio every single weekend. And then there were other decisions like about programs, right? The way that you guys were like, let's shift into doing our thing this way. And, and the way that my ex-partner wanted to shift teacher training, for example, which would be the equivalent of like our big group program. Uh, it didn't feel in alignment for me. It just felt like this is, doesn't feel like the way I ever envisioned like teaching teachers, whatever. So, you know, um, it is, it is a big deal to, to, to have, I mean, you're so lucky. I'm just so, I'm, I'm literally sitting here going, wow, I'm so happy for you because Mm. it sounds, it sounds like it's great for you. Thank you. You know, I, it, and Kayla and I always say this, like we, when we feel like we're married, like I'm married to Jeff, but I'm also married to Kayla and, and the thing that, keeps us going. Cause, oh my gosh, do we have hard days together? For sure. I'll say something that I don't mean. And she'll say something that she doesn't mean. And then we have to have such clear communication and show up and say, I'm so sorry. I hurt your feelings. I didn't mean to say it that way. Like we have to be really true, responsible adults that can communicate with one another. But the one thing, because we've had lots of women come to us and say, I'm thinking about partnering with so-and-so, and I just don't know if it's a good decision. And we're always like, listen, only you can make that decision. But the thing that we know works for us is Kayla and I have the exact same big picture vision. So when things are hard or challenging, we're like, okay, we have the same end goal or big vision. And if you don't have that with somebody, then it's not going to be a good idea to go into business with them. And so, because you're going to have to make really, when we're talking about splitting your financial income for your family and your household between another person, like you've got to have the most unwavering trust that you two are moving forward at the same pace towards the same vision. And I don't think that that's Um, I just don't think that that's where a lot of people are at in partnership. And so that's fine. Don't be in partnership yet. Um, and maybe never, ever, maybe, you know, there's a lot of visionaries out there and rather than going 50, 50 in a partnership, they might just need to hire a really great integrator or something. 
But I also think that that what you're describing is the same kind of partnership that if you're an entrepreneur and you're in a in a partnership, whatever, with a with a partner, mm-hmm. like a you know, a romantic partner, I think that you that they're what you're seeing applies in the same way. So for example, you know, I'm over here like wanting a big business, right? My vision is big. Like I, you know, and as you know, to have businesses of the size that we want to have, I mean, you mentioned earlier that you guys are going to approach seven figures soon, right? Um, I'm on my way. Um, To have a seven figure business, you actually have to make a lot of investments. Like, you know, you don't have to do it the same way as everyone else. Like you said, I don't spend tens of thousands of dollars on ads. There are other people that they do that to get to seven figures. Um, uh, I don't do that, but I do invest in myself and my business. Like I recently, just in the last few months, made some pretty significant investments. I'm I'm actually going to be in a, a different mastermind. I'm I'm, I'm doing I'm doing something new, which is very you know scary to like go into a new community. Like I'm literally entering a new community. The only other time I ever did that was with people I knew. Both masterminds that I've ever been in and communities, I knew people. Like I didn't was, I'm about to go into something that like, I don't know anyone. Um, you know, I also invested in working with another entrepreneur that I love, uh, to help me, uh, put on to, to, to create a summit that I, you know, that I want to do. And so I made some significant investments and I'm always investing. I'm always having a coach and, um, I do this podcast. I mean, you know, like, I mean, podcasts, I mean, I have a producer, not everyone has a producer, but um, if my husband did not believe in the vision as well, like if he, right, like if he didn't see the vision or believe in it, that would be, that would be very difficult. Like with a wife over here being like, I'm going to spend 16,000 over here and 10 over here and 12 over here. Right. Yeah. So I think that having that aligned um, vision is important in so many areas of, of, of our lives. And I actually think that a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of people don't have that level of support and shared vision. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. We have got so many clients that I, I feel for them because they don't have the support at home and, you know, they're really trying to go after their dreams, but you know, they've had kids already and whatever their reasons are, I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, go into their reasons, but I, I feel for them because I have an extremely supportive life partner and business partner. Yeah. And I've always said like, I'm so lucky, like my life partner is, you know, mm-hmm. really are able to support each other. I mean, he became full on entrepreneur during the pandemic you know, and built his business. And there was this period of time where I was like really carrying everything and it was terrifying. Mm -hmm. I had never been that person. Mm -hmm. I mean, even one of the reasons, you know, why he stayed in his corporate job for so long was because I've always been the one that didn't have the benefits, didn't have the, you know, the, I didn't have health insurance, you know what I mean? Like, so he's always been responsible. And then during the pandemic, we had to go through that transition you know, and it was, it was scary, but mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. Out over here on the other side. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we have been talking and having such a good conversation and I think we probably are going to need to wrap up. Um, I, so first of all, is there anything else that you wanted to share that like you didn't get to, uh, that you feel like you really wanted to come in here and talk about that you didn't get to say? No, I really trusted where this was going to go. And I just think for anybody listening, if you're like, well, how do I get into alignment? How, like, what's a, what's a great place to start? And I think that, um, it really, you know, I, I joke a lot with people. I'm really into like manifesting and all the woo kind of stuff, but I do say like how, you know, if this is like your lifeline to God or universe or whatever, it's like, how many times a day are you like, Oh, I just wish I had more money or more clients or whatever. So you're making that ask, but then you need to sit down and listen. (laughs) Where are you sitting and listening for the response? God or universe or creator, whatever is trying to tell you the answer. But if you're not being introspective, if you don't have a meditation practice or a journal practice or a solo walk in nature, like we need some sort of like, oh, there's the answer. Um, And so if you're wondering, 
how could I get into alignment, ask the question, and then create space to hear the answer. Oh, I love that. And I feel like when we were, something came up earlier and I, in my mind, I was thinking about morning, uh, I think, oh, oh, when we were talking about manifesting and about like the energy and everything that's behind it and the mindset. And I was thinking like, I, one of the other things that I got to create for myself by having my own business was the schedule that allows me to have every single morning be the morning I need it to be. Mm -hmm. And I don't have any client calls or I don't, I try not to schedule anything before 11 a.m. so that I can have all that time for listening, for being quiet, for even noticing what my thoughts are, right? Yeah. Because we don't just, just because we do the work doesn't mean we wake up and our thoughts are like amazing. Yeah. But I'd like to wake up and know that if my thoughts are not high vibe and if they're, if shit's coming up, I want to have the time to like, to, to do what I need to do so that I can then, you know, go out and take action from a place that feels more like the vibe is high, right? And that I'm listening. And also for those answers for when, when we're like, okay, my business is feeling like now I want it to be different or I want to make a change. Yeah. Well, we have to listen for what that is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. tell us, tell us um, how, so I'm like, I feel like we could talk for so long. Uh, so I want to make sure that I, that I really uh, showcased you. I think we did. I think you, I think we, we had a really good conversation. Um, would, where can people find you? What do you, what do you want to tell us, you know, verbally? And of course we'll put it in the show notes too, but, but what, what would you like for people to do? Follow you? Do you? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's really easy. It's, it's my aligned purpose everywhere. So Instagram is at my aligned purpose. Um, our website is myalignedpurpose.com. Our podcast is My Aligned Purpose Podcast. Our Facebook is My Aligned Purpose. So all that's pretty easy. Um, Our podcast is really fun. That's one of my favorite places to show up. We do two episodes a week, sometimes three. Um, So there's a Monday episode every week called TGIM. Thank goodness it's Monday. And that's just me and it's all mindset. And then every Thursday, Kayla and I release Biz Besties. And that's a like behind the scenes of what it's like to grow an online business. And then uh, we have our interviews that go out on Fridays. And those are scheduled all throughout the fall. And we're always doing free events and fun stuff. And uh, yeah, just come follow along. And um, if, you know, if if it seems like a place you want to hang out and get connected and meet other women, then we certainly can provide that community for you. Yeah. And I want to tell everyone listening, because, you know, I do talk about the importance of, you know, building community of having friends. And I, I just, I just want I feel like, and we talked about this, I think, on my episode with mm-hmm. you, <laughs> um, but just talking about um, the importance of of actually collaborating and celebrating, mm-hmm. like, you know, other, other co- whatever, other entrepreneurs, women, people, and building relationships, right? Like, one of the things I got most excited about when, when I met you was like, here's a new person for me to, you know, for me to have a, a relationship with, because... Um, I think having a business, you know, you have a business partner, but for those of us especially who don't, um, there's so much value in in having friends and having people that, you know, that are also doing business, you know, and there's opportunities to collaborate and to share audiences and, you know, to showcase each other and to lift each other up and celebrate. And it's so important. So for anybody listening you know, if you, you know, if you don't like being a, so, you know, the solopreneur um, can be very lonely, you know, and I can't emphasize enough not only to be inside of community, like with a coach or a mentor, but also to focus on having relationships with your peers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to take you really far in your business. It's going to be easier to do business that way than if you put all of the pressure on yourself to just be this lone wolf, right? And promoting yourself on social media or something. Like, that's really hard. Yeah. It's much better to have friends who are like, oh, you're doing a thing? Oh, I'll, you know, even if you've got two people on your email list, you'll be like, I'll tell the two people I know (laughs) about your event. You know, I think a lot of people get really insecure 
when they don't have a big audience or they don't have a big following or they don't have an email list. And I'm like, no, just start now. Who cares if you've got 50 people and your friend has 50 people. So great. That's a hundred people for both of you to get in front of. So I really encourage everybody to really think that way about business because it's really easy to get into the comparison and the competition. And I'm sure you'll love this, Nicole, the scarcity mindset or the subconscious belief that there's not enough to go around. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I heard this term in 2019 or 2020, it was like right before at the beginning of starting my coaching business. And this is what I will leave people with. I heard of the term champagne friendships. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay. This changed a lot for me. Um, and it's the idea that you, your champagne friends are the ones that you can call up and say, I just made a million dollars in my business. And they say, let's get the champagne and cheers. They Uh celebrate you. You don't want to get to the mountaintop and crack the champagne bottle and you're by yourself. You want to have friends to cheers with. You want to have friends that are like normalize having a seven-figure business, a six-figure business, two followers. You want to have friends that normalize, hey, I just had my first listen on my podcast. Like you want normalize all of it and celebrate. And you know, it doesn't have to be champagne, but that's just the term, right? Have your champagne friends and celebrate. And then the other piece also to like when you're saying like just get started, just get started. A thing I just heard the other day, and I'm gonna do a whole podcast around this, is you cannot learn to drive a car when it's in park. You gotta just put your mm-hmm. foot on the gas and go. That's the only way you're totally. gonna learn. Totally. It's not gonna go anywhere yes. if you're like, ah, I've never done this before. It's like, yeah, of course you haven't. So put your foot on the gas. Let's go. Exactly. Oh my God. That's a great, a great last word for us. Mm-hmm. So Nicole, thank you so much for coming on and spending this time with me. Um, I'm so happy to share you with the Passion and Prosperous audience. Thank you. Um, And everybody, uh, go find My Aligned Purpose everywhere and follow Nicole and Kayla. And uh, we'll put that in the show notes as well. And um, I will be back in your headphones with you next week. So bye. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.